Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Now this one is a true story and it's from Sheffield, right? So a few years ago now. So obviously we deliver our art of being brill stuff all over the place. We started out sort of in businessy stuff because it kind of works. People want to spring in the step. They want some tools and techniques that add. How can we feel great in a world that's knocking it out of us? So we did that for a while, and then we realised that maybe teachers need this, and then we realised that kids need it. So we developed a whole program that's available in schools, in secondary schools, our sort of investors in wellbeing program. And we've got our outstandingly happy schools in uh, primary school. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I was delivering a two-day event to year fives, well, I'm older than year fives, uh, nine year olds in Sheffield. And it was a two day thing. It was basically the art of being real for kids. And it's fabulous stuff, right? So, I mean, it's improved over the years. We've got it to a point now where it's like rocking and rolling. Um, this was back in the early days when it maybe wasn't rocking and rolling, but my gosh, I really, I really was, was, uh, was trying to make it rock and roll. So I've got year fives, nine years old, and I've got two classes of them. Uh, so it's about 60 kids and they're all like crammed into one class so it's like oh it's not ideal you know they're, they're sitting on windowsills and they're all scrunched off it, it's quite a hot day there's a lot of sweaty bodies around it's not ideal but it, the content was great the kids loved it and day one morning one we introduced the two percenters model our sort of positive psychology loads of engagement loads of interaction bell goes bell goes for break time so what the kids do is they all um, wait for me to give them the nod and then they go out for playtime and I'd never been in this school before so what I do is like a visitor is follow the other staff down the corridor to the staff room and have a cup of tea and a custard cream while I make some small talk in the staff room and while I'm standing there kind of having a chat and you know sipping my coffee I looked out of the staff room window onto the playground and, and there's about, what, 250 kids out there having the time of their life, right? They're running around and they're playing TIG and they're playing football and there's these two girls, they're playing, some playing hopscotch, all the old games are still going. There's these two girls that I was mesmerised by. These were kind of quite young, young, young girls. Maybe they're about six or seven years old. And their game, I couldn't quite tell what they were doing, but their games, and they were lost in their own world, right? Two, two little girls. One of them was twizzling her friend round slowly and they and they seem to be counting the number of twizzles that it takes to get from one end of the playground to the other end of the playground i was just mesmerized by the simplicity of this game and when they when they got to the they, they twizzled through a football match and the lads actually stopped playing football while the girls twizzled through and then they started the football again and i, I was watching that for 20 minutes going that is just amazing, right? These kids are having an absolute a, a ball for 20 minutes. Then, of course, what happens is one of the lunchtime supervisors blows a whistle. And what that seemed to do is make all the kids have got to stop, they've got to freeze. So they're all, I'm, I'm kind of doing it while I'm recording this now. I've got my arms out like suspended animation. They're all like for about five or six seconds waiting for everybody to be still. 
and then the whistle goes again and that seems to release them from that right so then they and they do this every single day it's beautifully choreographed what they do is they then line up in their class lines and they wait for everybody to be ready and they get filed back into school and it seemed to be and again i'm not having a go i'm just saying this is how it is how it looks from an external looking out the window onto that situation it seemed to me like right you lot you've had your fun now wipe those smiles off your face because there's some top heavy fractions now get your backsides back into class so they've gone from this kind of wow fantastic football tig hopscotch to frozen to unfrozen to lining up shoulder slumped back into school all happens in 45 seconds flat so i watched all that unfold got back to my class my 60 kids crammed into this one classroom and i said and they're all sweaty because they've been playing footy and running around and i said to them oh my gosh that's been amazing i saw you out there i've been watching you in playtime it's incredible so i said how about because we're doing something revolutionary here in sheffield today and i'm back again tomorrow so how about tomorrow we turn the tables and we do a world first in Sheffield. So tomorrow at break time, how about this kids? How about we go in the staff room for break time and we send all the staff out for play time? How about that? And these kids are like, can you do that? I said, well, yeah, yeah I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to have a word with the head teacher. Let's make that happen tomorrow. World first in Sheffield. And they're like, yeah, fantastic. So now there's a lesson in there about overpromising, by the way because the head teacher really didn't fancy that <laughs> and I had to get quite shirty so look, if I'm I've promised the kids I've got to make that happen tomorrow so so we're going to make it happen so Friday I'm right I've got now got the year fives they're rocked up at school an hour early they're normally late but they've rocked up an hour early like banging on the gates wanting to get into school because they're so excited about playtime i got them in 60 kids into the classroom and it's uncomfortable again i could hardly keep the lid on them all morning because they were so excited for break time when the bell went there was this like momentary silence they all looked 60 eyes 60 pairs of eyes looking at me is it happening i said it's happening there's a massive cheer and then it was a little bit pied pipery is i led the kids down the hallway to the staff room like Pied Piper, they're all congering behind me, and 45 members of staff went out for playtime. Now, I have been warned that um, having kids in the staff room, it's never happened before, but it's dangerous as a kettle. <laughs> Somebody's done a risk assessment, all right? And what I hadn't banked on is that every single member of staff has gone out for playtime. Like I'm talking 100% of the other staff, it is literally me and 60 kids in a staff room with a kettle right and they found the secret stash of quality street they're getting high on chocolate they're making themselves black coffee and it's getting a little bit out of hand and i was a bit little to be fair i was a little bit worried about it so to, obviously they're little kids it's quite easy to distract them so i i kind of a bit over the top and i said oh my gosh kids look at that. have you ever seen anything like that before pointing out the window and all these 60 kids raced to the window put their noses up against the pane of glass and we looked out onto the playground and out on the playground there were 45 adults stood there motionless hands in pockets not sure what to talk about not sure what to do let's put it this way there was no running around there was no tig there was no football there was no twirling each other along around the playgrounds counting how many twirls it takes to get from one end of the playground to the other they were stood there unsure few shrugs shuffling shuffling their feet and Chloe one of these little girls 
I mean, the kids were sat, the kids were just looking out there, going like, wow. And Chloe, one of these little girls, she just said to me, she said, Andy, she said, look at those teachers. She says, why are they not playing? <laughs> and I said, Chloe, I'm not absolutely sure, but do you know what? I think they might have just forgotten. And look, dear podcast listener, that is probably about as close to the truth as I can ever get you, right? simply maybe they've just forgotten because the absolute truth is that we all started out like those kids we all started out full of energy and passion and positivity and living in the moment and not having a care in the world and then gradually over the years life gets its hooks in we learn this thing called responsibility life gets a bit heavy and we literally if we're not careful we stop playing so I'll leave you that as a I mean it's not I could call it an allegory because it's a story but it's a true story which I don't think it is an allegory <laughs> it's a true story but it's it, it's not even a very hidden message it's a very blunt message until next time dear podcast listener happy playing thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast if you've enjoyed it please subscribe and tell the world a nice review would make our day That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. (laughs) Remember the world has enough negativity already, so be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 